0: It's time! Hello, hello I don't know why you say goodbye I say hello Hello, Alright, we are back Eddie, we had a week week off Week off, mate Uh, Look, illness got the better of you Yes, got the better of me I also think that we blame We're going to have a guest Uh, Last week And it would have been a great week For not just a guest But for a podcast Australia Shitting it in Not really But winning the second test Well there was some There was some testy moments Day four was a bit of a bed shit Tom But largely We won We won Comfortably Four days Four and a half days Yeah Really Look, I got sick after a... Usually we might, you know, push a podcast back to a Tuesday after we've had a big weekend. It's like, you know what, it's just... We probably could have done that this week, if we were being honest, we could have... But but last week it was like, well, let's just push it to Tuesday because... Tom's not feeling well, and uh, Bracey, who was going to be our uh, our guest, he couldn't do it. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. He had a, a very important dinner or something. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know what's more important to you, but okay, we'll push it back to Tuesday for you. Tom is feeling under the weather, so we'll allow it. Sure. By Tuesday, things had really taken a turn for the worse, though, for me, <laughs> and... I thought maybe push it to Wednesday. I was, I was just you know dribbling out of my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were sort of you were making out like it was it was a twenty four hour bug. Well, that's kind of so, what I thought. So again, I was comfortable to move it. to move it. Well, because yeah. I thought it, you know, I'll be right tomorrow. I'll be right for Wednesday. Yeah, we push it to Wednesday. Wednesday becomes the actual worst day of the whole week for me personally, mm. as whatever illness I had mutated into somewhat of a gastro vibe. <laughs> okay. Uh so uh thank you for the for the specifics. Well I think that the hundred the well, needs need to know Well look they need to know. If you're having a week off in arguably one of the biggest weeks of the year, year I need uh, to get I need to explain fresh expl- off a famous win to yeah. go two nil up. I gotta explain myself. You gotta explain yourself. That makes sense. That that much is true. That makes sense. Uh so look, apologies for last week, but look, at least the cricket was good. Cricket was great, Tom. Uh I'm sure we're going to touch on that. We'll touch on it. We'll touch on not, it. Not, not obviously not as as we would have. No, I don't think there's probably you know a I mean? little bit late to the party. Yeah. It's probably going to be more of a, of, a, of a brief wrap up, a brief summation. Yes, followed by a preview of what could be the Ashes winning test. Yes, this Thursday. Yes, so we'll get to that. But I'd actually like to start for, uh, a little bit not sporting. In terms of the, the national landscape, but the the uh, friendship landscape. your Yours and my friendship. Yeah. Sporting landscape. Yeah. So, for the pun and the dribbler who may uh, not remember, some of you may remember. I'm pretty sure we mentioned on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, maybe. May have. It was exciting, but we had uh, our very big annual uh, city-country cricket match. Yeah. Trumpet Park, Trumpet Park, Paddington in Sydney for our our Dubai listeners. Which, just quickly, as I take it, I I managed to look at some uh, diagnostics or whatever it is, stats on our podcast. We legit have someone in Dubai who's listened to over a hundred, like, listened to our podcast over 130 times or something. I don't know who you are. Would really like you to reach out. Hello (laughs) underscore, hello underscore sport underscore. Just reach out. Yeah. Um, I digress. Uh, Chamber Park, City vs Country. I was captain of Country. It was yeah. an honour and a privilege. Now, look, we Country lost. Let's yeah. just let's just jump straight out yeah, of that yeah. Country well, let's lost. Let's just get that off. Actually. Let's just get that. So we didn't mean any both Country, country went country. down. Country, country went down. For those of you who don't know, me mean any both Country boys, born and bred. Yeah. Now, there was a very specific point where I think we may have lost this thing. Now, <laughs> uh, what what happened well, was obviously look. look there, country, yeah. We but, won the toss. Elected to bat because who who bowls? No. Um, well, not after the Joe Root fiasco. Exactly, which we'll get to. Um, we send in Max Downs and Ed Carenti yeah. uh, to open for us. They did, They set a very good platform. The way this works, punters and dribblers, because you know we are very we're very uh, it's 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 casual sport, but it's very competitive. So you it have means a lot, but it's casual. But it's casual. Yeah. So the way it worked was it was uh, I can't remember how many overs, but four overs. No, but all up. Uh, Forty, Martin, maybe 40. something like that. So you had no, 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 no. It would have been twenty overs each. I'm just gonna look. Let's five forget. Groupings, let, let's, four let's, overs. let's forget the was yeah. Okay, so it was five five batting pairs per team, and so each batting team. pair faced four overs. Yes. So that would be twenty. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd go in and whatever runs you score, uh, that's all good. But you. Can get out and stay in. So every time you get out, you lose five runs. Yes. Uh, and then obviously you can get those runs back by scoring runs. Yes. As per the game of cricket. So Max and Carenti laid a real good platform, solid platform. We we're up 26 runs, I think, after the first four overs. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Don't be blown away by the low score either, because remember, this is a casual cricket game, we're all drinking, we're inebriated. Anyway. it's there's, we're, we're playing in, in, in ghastly conditions. Searing heat. Searing Australian heat. Yeah. Uh, nudging 45. On a uh, turf pitch, just so you know, we weren't... None of this fucking... Yeah, uh, on, a, on a green top. Yeah, yeah, it was a green top. It was a green top. It was. Um, look, the first mistake I made as captain was sending you and me, Eddie, into bat yes. second. Look, statistically, we were... By far and away, away the worst partnership partnership. over the whole day, not just the the country. I think you and statistically speaking, I I wasn't that bad, and you were the worst batsman of the day. Statistically speaking, you were second worst. <laughs> was I, really? Yes. But was that because I was batting with you and you held strike no, 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 for so long? Got, so you got three runs. Yeah, but that's because you second. held strike, I think. No, I think it's because you didn't score and also got out. Well, but, yeah, I was, but I was considerably let's, let's, worse let's than just, you. Let's just, Eddie got out four times. <laughs> he, he he was on a hat trick at one point. He got stumped, uh, he weather, got bowled. the hat, weathered the whether the hat trick, yeah. Whether barely. the hat trick, we, we look. We came in. I don't know what it was that led you or I to believe that we were going to be able to come in first drop. Look, I don't know. I of, don't know where that came from. Uh, obviously, flashes of punter sort of took over my mind and my soul. You were particularly bad, though. You were like David Williams, uh, 2013 well, Grand I was, Final. I was, like, I, was, I was. I was sort of like a James. Anist you were a type. sleeper. You were yeah, a little bit was. of a sleeper for the city yeah, side. Yeah. I thought it was like, oh wow. He's, he's throwing away his wicked here. Look, it didn't go well. It didn't go, it didn't well, go, at go all. well at all. And especially, I'll tell you what else sort of like stings a little bit when someone like Street, who is obviously very gifted, he's like a physical man. Well, he's a, a, a naturally gifted athlete. Yeah, I but I mean, even that's a big call. But he came in and like everyone after us scored runs. Yes. Everyone for the remainder of the day scored runs. I'm pretty sure everyone else scored a four. As well. It might have been that we were the only two batsmen of the day to score a four. Now, I don't know whether my poor performance was maybe as sort of like a, you know, I'm too close to, to poor performance. You know, like you were so bad that it rubbed off on me. <laughs> uh, you got out first ball. Oh, I, did, I did get out first- <laughs> That is true. I did get out first ball, but boy, what a so turnaround. Maybe, maybe you rushed out, on, maybe you rubbed <laughs> off on me. Yeah, I don't know. And you just, and then you really went for it. Yeah, then I, was, yeah, yeah, you yeah. really went, yeah, look, yeah. so it was a great day. Look, fantastic day. Uh, yeah, probably let down a, a couple of good men out there. We certainly, well, like our... <coughs> and I'm, pre- I'm prepared to put my hand up and own that time. Yeah, Eddie lost it for us. Yeah. Eddie lost it yeah, for there's us. A we, cha- there's, a, there's a good chance. There's that's, a very good chance case. we did only lose by 16. Yeah, look, I think yeah, look. and you contributed zero runs, and, and lost lost four wickets. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I think like I think I was like minus fifteen when it was all said and done. Yeah, and I think we lost Or minus minus twenty. Game. Yeah, so look, we can probably um, we got to own up to, to these it. things. Yeah, you know what I mean? You've got to come in. It. You got to own up to wear it. it. You're gonna have to wear it. You uh, have to wear it. Uh, look, in hindsight, should have should have batted third. No, we should have uh, sent ourselves down. Silly. Well, well down the order to face their poorer bowlers yeah look look F- face some some pretty mean balls and i maintain i've got a couple of jaffers. yeah i know you do i know you maintain that <laughs> and you you know that's cool like okay, it was mo- it was nipping around a bit when we went in there was a bit of cloud oh uh, yeah look it was doing some stuff it was doing some stuff <laughs> how much i'm not sure all, all in all uh not not our best performance. No. Certainly not mine. Uh let's go some honourable mentions to uh fucking Richie Inglis for that barnstorming six. Yeah, huge six huge to Rich. Six. And uh um, with that diving to his left wicket keeper. Yeah, that was legit. Catch. Uh Harry Solomon top score. Did he top score? He top scored. He was tonking um, him. Um, and and maybe even to Joyce to that for that, that slick stumping. Run out. That stumping was that pretty, was the stumping. Yeah. The stumping was class um, look your captaincy probably could have been a little better. See, I don't know if answer. you're right there I think my captaincy was quite good just, just just in just in the fact that we played first drop well you know that was poor that was that was probably that was the poorest part of my captaincy. Everything else from there I you know uh few drop catches from the country boys as well and see that's and that's catches. maybe that's maybe the problem with going into to field second is that you you're, you're too pissed. you're pissed. So trying to trying to get under those high balls, while well, you you got a couple kb's of KBs on board, yeah, exactly with a tin in hand. I mean, look, and let's be odds honest, are against, the odds are against you. Yeah, yeah. Most people were favoured. You ever tried to sprint with a tin in the hot sun? You know what else is bad? I pulled my quad running for a ball. That's just where I'm at physically, and I think I've done a medial ligament. Look, I don't think that's terribly surprising. No, I know it's not surprising. I mean, of all people, you should have been there early stretching. I know. I don't know if it would have made a difference though. I think it's more just that my hand my quads aren't up to the rigors of semi athletic endeavors. Of, of, you know, 10, 20 twenty metres of running. Yeah. Sure. At full pace though. At top speed. Well, you did get a run out at top speed. I got I did I got a run out at top speed, flying. I had him done for pace. Uh didn't wasn't prepared to throw the nut. Just ran it in. Well, instead. I thought it was safer, wasn't it? Well, you move quickly off the mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, was actually surprised. Mate, over four or five meters, <laughs> I could be one of the quickest people on the on earth. But it's getting to that top speed that's tough. Once yeah. I'm at top speed, over four meters could be the quickest on the planet. Yeah, it's getting there though. It's getting up there. <laughs> it's getting up there, which is tough. So anyway, pulled my quad. Probably did a medial. Congratulations, uh, congratulations to City. To City. Obviously, uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, to, sorry, to, sorry. To, yeah, sorry, to everyone in the country side. And uh obviously, and I think we move on. Yeah, I think obviously, I think we put a bow on that. I've owned it. We've you, owned it. No, don't. Let's not say we've owned it. You've owned it because I really didn't do much wrong. Well, you did. We well, didn't do anything though. Did no, you? but I did though because I got some three runs. runs. Yeah. See, I don't know how I only got three runs. I feel like I've been stitched up here because no. I only got out once. You but mean, I you didn't got not score go any runs. Yes, I did. Like I got two or three. No, mate. There's, you're, this is bullshit. No, no. I read it. Yeah, I know you read it. I'm yeah, saying yeah. there's been some miscalculations <laughs> where they've maybe factored in your wicked look. He you sent a little bitter here. Tom. I am, mate. You just got to own it, mate, and move on. I'll own what I, I own that yeah. I was in a bad partnership. <laughs> I was in a bad partnership, and and with, you laid a very poor foundation. Yeah, out for the ball. rest of the ter- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, Some other big news, Eddie, in the news, because obviously that was big news. Are we touching on the big news? Well, yeah, we are. We've got to touch on it. The big news? Manly Seagulls, with some salary cap breaches. Yeah, 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 there's some some issues. Now, I'm just wondering, and hey, playing devil's advocate here, is this just a bit of stocking filler? You know, rugby league season's over, they're just trying to... Well, you know what? I was seeing that on the way over here. Haven't... Haven't probably had the dramas in the last couple of weeks that we've come to expect as a it's as a been, rugby league community. It's been a beautiful off season of dramas, but it's gone a little quiet. Yeah, but it's gone a little quiet. Post rugby the, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. In the last couple of weeks I think it's gone a little quiet. And I'm thinking Todd, maybe even a couple of the journals are going, let's try and let's try and, you know, uh, sully the heritage of a great proud club with some dirty allegations. Just as we run into Christmas, keep keep the NRL on the pa- in the papers. In the papers. Keep it on the back page. Everyone hates Manly, of course. What's a, Here's a club that everyone will what's love to better? be upset about. What's what what's going to go down better this Christmas time? You're keeping the punter happy. Everyone loves to hate Manly. Exactly. Loves to hate Manly. And some salary cap breaches. What We're just getting a fine. Uh, yeah, but you know what they keep saying as well? Alleged. Alleged salary cap breaches. They haven't come out and said what it is. They just say they've been issued show cause notices and that's it. And second no details. Secondly, Eddie, uh, no chance of having any competition points, Doc. So if we're gonna talk about major salary cap rorts, if I'm not losing competition points, play on. Or yeah, exactly. No salary cap, uh, no no competition no points, no competition Might points, get a fine. Uh, no premierships, no trophies, nothing at nothing of that sort of caliber is at stake here. It could be a small fine. So, the way they're hamming it up, they're going after a proud, like you say, respected, revered club. Yep. A Storied club that history. deals exclusively in rings, Thomas. Yeah. Okay. A club that has paved the way for, for modern football and how to run a successful NRL club. Okay. We're the, blue, we're the blueprint, mate. Exactly. We're they the blueprint it. on which all other clubs are trying to model their business and yes. their football team. Yes, Exactly. And to then to sully the waters... With Sully the waters at Christmas time. It's cheap. It's It's cheap. cheap. It's cheap. Can't say I'm surprised, though. It's Todd Greenberg. I mean... But it's it's just clickbait journalism. You know what I mean? It is. It's clickbait. It's, oh, we're in a bit of a lull. Let's stock the fires. They've probably got things like this in the back burner at all times. Ready to go. Ready to go. We need to We need to drum up some league hype. We Here need to. Go. Let's look at Manly. Let's tarnish another great club, please. I don't want to hear about it. And look, and if it is true, Eddie, if it is true that we've been cooking the books a little bit, who doesn't? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Who, who doesn't? Who doesn't cook the books, firstly? Secondly, you know who to blame? Not Manly. I remember one disgruntled former coach, two-time premiership winner, to mind you, but disgruntled <laughs> former coach who had a penchant for back ending deals like it was going out of fashion. We go back five years, we're at what two thousand and twelve, aren't we? Yes. So that's the Des Hasler era or just post Des Hasler era. Yeah. Year after we'd won our grand well, final. A year after, yeah. So two of his coaching with a lot of with a heap of a shitload of back ended You deals. got Watmo Lion Stewart Stewart Mati. Back ended debuggery. Back ended debuggery. Of course, you're going to have a bit of bloody. Of course, there's going to be a few loose ends. Yeah. popping about. There's going to be a couple of loose ends. But, that's that's not our fault. No, and you know what, man, said? A, that's that's Dez NRL fault. coach's fault. Yeah. Well, can we can we punish Des for this? Well, you can't. Look, what, look at the timing as well. He doesn't have a job. No, he's just he does. He's not accountable oh, to anyone. Let's do it now then. Oh, I mean, it's 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 all a bit murky for mine, Tom. Makes me sick. Makes me ill makes me very, very Not sick. happy about no, it. No, no. Pissed off, quite frankly. But you know what? Okay, oh no, well let's just get salary cap compliant for 2018 you know, and you're not going to take any of our points. It's all come about, Tom, it's all come about off the back of another, another, you know, alleged breach which was all the all the um, match, fixing. match fixing stuff which amounted to nothing because there was nothing there in the first place. Again, trying to sully the reputation of a, of a proud club. And then off the back of that, when they can't find anything, they try and throw the, the salary cap. Breach yeah, at you. you know what? Yeah, we might have done it, but who cares? Everyone does it, and it wasn't that bad. Look, why don't you go and look at everyone else's books? You know what I mean. You, you're telling me the Roosters aren't fucking salary. When cap was the breach? last time someone had a good look at their books, that's what I want to know, because because clearly. The only time the only reason they found something was because the police said to the NRL look there might be something here because we've gone through and done our due diligence because we were looking for match fixing which which wasn't there. So which tells me that the NRL is not really doing a whole lot of due diligence. No. They're not they're not looking intricately into the into the affairs of of rugby league. Doesn't Club. seem like they're being diligent at all. So us. what I want to know is why aren't they going to to Mall Park to Chookland and going, can we have a look at your operation here? Because clearly, clearly... You've been taking the piss for the last decade. Yeah, and you talk about man five years. Certainly, since the year 2010. Or so. oh, I think you mean year 2000, because I believe there was a team that had oh, yeah. Freddie Fittler, Minichello, Luke Rickardson, uh, Fitzgibbon. Three, three, three fucking, in a row. That, yeah, that yeah, that one. Yeah, let's start at 2000. Let's look. start at 2000, could we please? And just go on from there. And maybe, and maybe strip a couple on the way through. I'd just wipe them all out. I'd, I'd probably strip the two on the way through. Um, obviously hand 2013 to to Manly yes um, and also 2007 to Manly just while we're there you yeah know I mean? just while you're there if you're in the business of rest, retrospectively if you're rolling through handing out premierships we'll take the we'll 07, take the 07, one 7 as, one well. as well we'll take 13 that'll make it 4 since the turn of the century and then you can take whatever money you want from us for this stupid non-event salary cap scandal you're trying to cook up here. Take it. Take whatever money you want. We're not losing points. We'll roll in hot. We might even pick up Todd Carney before next season. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe because we lost Mitchell Pierce. And you know what? It was looking very dire there. I was. I felt like. I felt like. Uh, we'd we we'd tried to sort of like date every girl at the school, and all of them had said no to us. We looked like we were a chance with all of them, and then they all picked other dance partners. Yeah, look, it was upsetting, particularly because the knights had been, at least, up until they got Mitch Pierce, they'd been the guys trying to always sign the big, the big. Knights. The knights were always up for anything, and they were always getting turned down. Yes, but then, unfortunately for us, I believe it was got- the John's brothers that sort of swayed him. Well, that's not a that's a, that's an easy uh, you know. You could see how someone might get swayed by the Johns brothers. Yeah, very uh, easily. Imagine getting s- seduced by both Johns brothers. It'd be it would be uh, almost impossible to turn down. Now. Take, take me, me now, A couple of couple of Cessnock studs. Yeah, A couple yeah, yeah. of Cessnock studs serenading you, Tom. Yeah, uh, come down luck. here, come down here. Good luck. Exactly. So we were almost we almost had no chance. We just didn't realize it. The problem then became. That not only were we going to not have Mitchell Pearce and we'd let Blake Green go, but a now yeah, but like we Green were now out. looking at bringing back Trent Hodkins, a relevant Trent, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? I just don't think we need to go there. If we can get Todd Carney, he's a bit of a wild man. I don't mind a wild man. If don't. you if you if you're looking at two players like two halves, and you got Carney, you got Hodkinson. yes. Hodkinson has won an origin, which, if you look statistically, was 1 and 10. When someone goes, oh, mate, they win 1 out of 10 chances against Queensland. That was the statistical anomaly where New South Wales won. Probably not because, Trent. We've we've touched on this. We've touched on this. So when you're looking at two halves, you've got uh, Carney, wild man, pisses in his face, loves the game, wins Dalliams, but a wild man. Then you've got Trent, who's never won a major competition. He has won an uh, an Origin statistical anomaly, and I don't know. Maybe can goal kick. I don't know, but is boring as crap. The good thing about Carney is, whilst he's a wild man, whilst he might you know give you some headaches on and off the field, he's going to. Pull off some crazy shit. He's going to ignite some. stuff. He's going to ignite some stuff, or at least attempt to ignite some stuff. And if you're telling me that the, the alpha, the alpha coach, isn't going to get the best out of Todd, you know, he's he's he's, a, he's arriving at the twilight of his career. Yes, I think that's fair to say. It is. But he's an electric player when he's at his best, time. He's got a lot to offer. Yep. he can ignite things. He's getting the boys things. rolled up. Bit yep. of passion out of the boys. Yeah. Little devil-may-care sort of football, mate. Exactly. Throw the pill around. Take chances, Tom. When has Trent Hodkinson ever taken a chance? He is the most two-dimensional player in the competition. Doesn't run the nut, except for that one time in Origin. And he has, I think, the knees of an 80-year-old man. Not a nut runner. Not a nut runner. By trade. And weak knees. Yes. Now... Let's just let's, let's compare just that a, to a let's man that's a that, Trent, Let's just put compare that to a man so wild, yeah. so devil-may-care. He'll piss in his own mouth if he has to just for a laugh. The kid's so devil-may-care, Tom, that he was banned from his hometown. That's, that's how wild and brash he is. That's a man you want playing in your that's halves. That's a man you want playing in your halves. That's a man you want with the pill in his hand, yeah. taken on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly what you want. That's rugby league time. Yes. That sort of attitude, that sort of uh, performance. It's a premiership of, attitude. That sort of personality is a premiership attitude. Yeah. A premiership personality. So I am all for Todd coming back to the NRL. He's done that. his time. Considering, he's done his time. Considering, considering he's in the the exile got for bloody five, what is it, four years? Three, four years. Especially when you consider that uh, Matt Lodge is back playing NRL and he uh, literally couldn't have been more terrifying to people in America. Yeah, look, look. Russell Packer stomped a guy's head. Yeah, Carney's had a couple of couple of cracks, had a couple of bites of the cherry, if you will. But they've all been, you know, Todd fucking around, like Todd hurting Todd. Yeah. Todd hurting the Todd brand, largely. Yeah, yeah. You know, piss in your own mouth. That's Todd hurting Todd. That's Todd hurting Todd there. Doesn't Drink driving.
1: Todd hurting morning? Todd.
0: Uh, just Todd and- he did also like set one of his mates pants on fire though. But that's yeah, but, yeah, but in that's- the same way he'll set a lighter back line. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need that sort of wild man. You need that wild man. To be a great man, you've got to have a wild man. Couldn't agree more, Tom. Uh Trent, if you're listening, now you're, no, you're a big listener. Let's look at let's look at Todd before we look at Trent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Look at Todd. We'll look at Todd before we look at Trent, thank you. And I'd say just don't look at Trent. Yeah, no, no, no. But when you do look at Trent, just realise how insignificant he is, how irrelevant he is, and please discard of the notion altogether. Let's just move on. Move on. Okay. There we go. And maybe we'll move on. Yeah, I think we will. Maybe we'll move on. Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out, and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details. Bit of cricket. Yeah. Because I think that's all we've got else to really discuss, unless there's something that, that, that uh, has well, gone on. Wait, I mean, did you want to touch on a little boxing match on Wednesday on night? Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, I did. But let's do cricket first. Let's do cricket first. Uh, So look, that test was... Th- the test cricket, just by by the way, has been to die for. It's been everything we could have asked for and more. It's been absolutely glorious. Two wins from two, but that but that day night test, Tom. That day night test, I mean, it was just good for the for the game, yeah, for the format, yeah. They got in. They got a th- I think they basically got two hundred thousand punters in over the five days, yep. which is a record. Yeah, all right. I'm pretty sure one of the days was a record for the ground. Yeah, it uh it was the biggest attendance over five days since the Bodyline series back in like 1931, I think it was. That's a long way back, Edward. It's a long way back, mate. Uh, so they're lighting up records. Huge crowd, beautiful stadium, a lot of atmosphere, and, and a turn, you know what I mean? We started strong as buggery. S- uh, Swamp, putting in a ton for his Swamp nation. Swamp, putting on a ton for his nation. First Ashes ton. Uh, much needed. Much needed. Look good. Really dug in. He dug in left for his well, nation. Yeah, took a leaf out of, out of Smudge's book. Left well, dug his heels in. Punished the bad balls, but was prepared to punish the bad nut with that with a with a cover drive from God. Tim Payne also did his bit in the first innings. Did Cummings, he not? Old Blue Eyes again. Old Blue Eyes. Bit. Old Blue Eyes is he's a great Australian. <laughs> uh He's he's now my man crush, officially my oh, number yeah, yeah. one man crush. He's the, he's the podcast man crush. He's absolutely the podcast man crush. He's a stud. He's every bit of tan, every bit of an alpha, uh, bowls lightning quick, and, and can wallow, wallop the willow. Wail the willow, Wail I think willow, you're, you're thinking. thinking no, that's okay. Just thinking about old blue eyes gets me a little flustered. It dude. does, mate. Those things are blue as fuck. I mean, it'd have to be off-putting as a batsman, seeing eyes that blue coming you imagine in. trying to bold out old blue eyes and he just gives you a little look? Little a little fucking wink? Just a little bloody oh, yeah, raise yeah. the eyebrows. Yeah, a little uh, raise of the eyebrows. You can guarantee he's got long eyelashes as well. You can just see. Mate, are you kidding? You can see that he's got long eyelashes. The perfect border to what are what a just beautiful... Deep blue eyes, and that hair. See how that hair? It's <laughs> that. It's a beautiful hairline, it's a isn't it? Beautiful hairline. Yeah, he is. And young, he's only he's twenty four years young. Yeah, mate, he's young. We've got him for a long time. He, he teased us. He, injuries he permitting, onto the scene as a as a hot young eighteen year old, uh, looking every bit a future great. fast bowler, maybe great for his nation. Look, riddled with injuries, set him back a couple of years. But when you, when you realise that he's only 24, it gets you hot and sweaty again. Yeah, Because you know he's got, he's, he's got many more years to give. A lot, lot, lot of years. A lot of years in that baggy green. A yeah. lot of years with those blue eyes just staring at you. Yeah. Uh, Think of the commercials. Think of the- oh, the, the endorsement potential for a man with eyes that blue are just through the roof. Uh, home and away, maybe? Well, I mean, does he want to lower himself? Probably, Probably not. I'm, talking, I'm just talking Premier Australian television. Oh, mate. well then, yes. Uh, what else have we got A Premier Australian television? Not much else. Neighbours, Packed to the Rafters. Pack to the Rafters. Uh, house Patty Husbands. To the ra- <laughs> I don't know. Underbelly. Underbelly. What, I mean, he, the, the, the you know list I mean? is endless. Wolf Creek. Ooh, Neighbours. Have we said Neighbours? I don't know. said Neighbours. Dance Academy. Famous yeah. ABC show. Famous ABC show. Yeah. Luke Bracey of, of Dance Academy fame. Dance Academy fame. <laughs> Look, we've got some tremendous, tremendous television in this country, in this nation. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Buzz Lerman film, Tom. Oh, mate. Buzz Lerman. Can we get Buzz on the blower. Maybe another romantic Maybe have Cummins as the protagonist. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Get Baz on the blower. Because does he realise the, the calibre of, of star he has on his hands? Yeah, head? yeah, right. So what, like maybe a Baz Luhrmann biopic about Cummins? Yeah, playing himself. Playing himself. Called Cummins? Yeah, called Cummins. <laughs> <laughs> and he has just... It's, or no, is it called it's, Old Blue Eyes? Old Blue Eyes. Uh, and it's basically just about his... His um, rise to to greatness. his rise to to greatness and stardom, and and his betting of of women, astronomical amounts of yeah. women. We, yeah. we one could only assume. Old blue eyes. Um. Anyway, that was enough about Cummins. Um. Root not elect, uh, Root electing to to. And again, we will state. We'll move on from this test. But root electing to bowl first. It's like and off the back of the first test as well, where he's like. He's doing all these random field placings and shit. It's like he's almost trying too hard to captain and like trying to be quirky and weird and unconventional like a fucking... Yeah. Where yeah. you're just kind of like, why don't you just why don't you just opt to bat? Because... Yeah, he, he, was, he was doing too much. They, they Everyone, you know, all the commentators were saying he was looking up at the sky. There's a bit of cloud cover, not looking down. Like a warning was like, mate... It was a road. <laughs> it was a fucking road. And they say in Adelaide, they go 99% of the time, you bat first. The other 1%, you think about bowling and then you bat. <laughs> exactly. And that's so, Adelaide. So there he, you go. He's played a fucking shocker. He's overthinking heart. it. He's overthinking it. What a um, dead shit. Look, Smudge as well, if we're being critical, probably could have gone have with the our, follow-on. Thought about sending them back in. Just because if you send them back in, like they can't win, really. No, well they could, but it was a, it was certainly sending him in on that night session. But also with that, like with, that, with a new with a new nut.
1: Yeah, but you want to rest around.
0: old blue eyes. You don't want Starkey no, to go I understand, down. but they hadn't bowled. They hadn't bowled a shitload of overs, dude. No, like, they hadn't bowled a shitload of overs. No, they bowled them out they'd for four fifths of overs. fuck all. Yeah, seventy overs. So it's not like they were out there toiling day and night, day no. and night. No, I understand why he did it. But I just think that knowing that. It just got a little hairy. No, but I just think that, like, of all five tests, the only. The time when the conditions are going to best suit their bowlers is going to be with a fresh pinky under lights, which is, like, the only <laughs> fresh session. Fresh pinky. The only session that's going to suit their swing bowling was exactly when he put our boys into bat. Yes. You know what I mean? And we got shit on. And we got fucked up. It was like Trent Bridge all over again. Yes. So from that perspective, I think Smudge just should have known that that we don't we don't like the swing and nut, just like I don't. No. They don't. And yes. maybe could have revisited that, but as he said after the test, if you win, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who gives a shit. Which is fair. And we won. Fuck yeah we won. And now we march on to Perth. Now, if we, look, I've already I think we we'll win 5-0. Yeah, I think we win 5. Well, we predicted 5-0 before the series, but I'd we like did. to I'd like to put a just a question. I want to get your thoughts. Swamp Junior Junior. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Now, you and I don't have the most astute eye, I think, when it comes to cricket. I think that's fair to say. We certainly can't we certainly can't play. We can't play well <laughs> We can't bat. We can't bat. Well you can't bat. Took a couple of wickets. You can't bat. bat. You can't bat. Uh but obviously so obviously given that I can't bat, I can't my eye for technique isn't like super astute. No. <laughs> no. That's so, fair. so I so I don't see a tremendous amount of difference in between Hanscom this summer and Hanscom last summer. Do you know what I mean? No, I think he's doing the same but technique. No, 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 as well. All the, no, no, no. All of the fucking commentators have been reading a lot, listening a lot. They're all like, he's changed it. He's way deeper in the crease. He looks all at sea. His technique's fucked. See, I apparently, was the impression- Apparently he changed his technique halfway through the innings the other night. Yeah, I heard that. Everyone worth their salt. Everyone worth their salt has been like, you have to drop See, I've heard him get shit on, but I was under a different impression, and only slightly. I was under the impression that his technique was largely the same as last (laughs) summer. Last summer, he was still batting way back in his crease, but for whatever reason, it was working for him last summer, and this summer, it isn't. And he's he's down on confidence for shell, and the technique, unconventional as it is, unless it's working for you, it's really bad. So like if you've got a very good technique and you just you know you're unlucky or you you know there's a little less to look at from a negative standpoint but if your technique's already quirky as fuck and uh, then on top of that you're getting out it's hard to yeah, argue yeah. that understood understood but, 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 but like you know people like Warnie have been like it's, he's changed it. Yeah. He's changed it. It's now it's now more quirky, quirky than it was last summer. He's deep as fuck. He's almost. He's about to step on the stumps. Yes, that deep. Yes, and they were just saying, "I think he's got to go." Like everyone's been saying, he's got to go. But where I struggle to to rationalise the next step is where does Swamp Junior Junior come in? Yeah, because look, yeah, I know he scored. He got 180, I think, the other day for for Western Australia. Mm. Cool, but every time he's been given the opportunity to prove his worth for the nation. He doesn't. No. His batting has been fucking appalling. Yes. And they bring him in as an all rounder. He bowls like three overs. But I think that's what they I think that's why they want him for the whacker is because it's a it's a bowler's paradise. Yeah, but but bowl him more than three overs Well, you yeah. bring him in, bowl the man. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Don't give him three overs no. like you have been. Because he's not a bad bowler. Not a bad bowler. I feel I do feel for old show a little bit. Show's been just churn and runs. I th- but do you think maybe as well it's like a case of they want to bring a Western Australian in, someone that knows the deck, someone that knows the the later land. No, look, I'd say it's I'd say it's more because of they're both all rounders, but show bowls spin. Yeah, and we're not and we're not looking for another spinner. We're at not the looking whacker. for another spinner at the wacker. Not we, that bounce. No, and also Nathan's doing enough. Nathan's uh, got it. Nathan's like the premier spinner on the planet now, Tom. Premier bowler. He's, uh, in terms of uh, international wickets over the calendar year, he is leading that. Well, there you go. So, I that's I mean, pretty nice. The man can do no wrong. But yeah, look, and I, uh, Roy and HG, I think I think uh, <laughs> I heard them say this week on their show, which made me giggle, was... Australia's never done too well when there have been two Marshes in a team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like never. It's never been a when you've got the Marsh Marsh double. No. It's never been a good sign. Look, I mean, you know, we it's it's hard enough sw- swallowing one Marsh. Hey, but look who who has turned us around. Yeah, but if there was two of them out there, I don't think he scores that turn No. I don't think he does either. I don't either. think he scores the ton you know with, what? with with his brother and. Can out we there. just can we just quickly go back on I know we're jumping around slightly but just on Swamp Junior's ton, Swamp being Sean Marsh, Swamp Junior being yeah. Sean Marsh, yeah. Junior Junior being Mitch, Mitch yes. Marsh. Yeah. yeah. Swamp Junior's test ton. And when it happened a lot of people got in touch with us here at Hallow Sport and uh, they were like, Oh, you know, you've been shitting on Marsh and it's like, Yeah, you you're ready to apologize to Marsh and I'm like, No, I'm not ready to apologize. Why would why the fuck would we apologize? Uh one test ton does not make up for being recalled eight times for a reason. Do you know what do you know what that test ton was, Tom? That was the bear. That was That was him apologizing to, to us. <laughs> exactly. That's his apology to us and to the nation. How dare we, you. We accept. don't apologize to an apology. No. That's, that's ludicrous. We you accept the, the apology. We <laughs> say thank you. We really now do appreciate it again. It. Now continue to do it for your country. You're 34 years old. Time's ticking. There'll be no fucking apologies. There'll be no apologies. Not when you're recalled eight times. Not when you've underwhelmed largely, particularly at home. You've you've played all right against minnows. But also not after one ton. Yeah, you've played all right in the subcontinent against minnows. Uh, You've let us down time and time again, but supposedly have the best, most beautiful, most delicious technique in all of Australian cricket. So what I saw the other week, Tom, was an apology to the nation and to us, and we accept. So we accept that, Sean. Thank you. Tell you what, tell you what. Just while we're continuing, but we're, we're, we will require more until until you've made up for all your wrongs. Yeah, yeah. We'll just continue getting tons, and we'll talk. Yeah. Um, just quickly before I think we can put a bow on cricket. Yeah. Uh, anyone wanting to just have a little bit of a giggle. Brett Jeeves, and again, I know we said this last couple of weeks. Jeevesy writes very well. Yeah, look when he's, he's not when he's not talking about himself. But that's the thing. He's he's every time like there was one where it was like I thought I knew Smudge wouldn't enforce the follow-on. Like these ones where it's like he retrospectively talks about how he knew what was going to happen, and you're like with, with with not a shred of of, of proof to back no, up his claim. You're claims. like okay, Jeevesy, like, you're right, well, Jeeves, but just stop talking about yourself. So, yeah, how, oh yeah. And how... You know- I knew Marsh was going to get that 100. Well, Jeezy, I don't know that you did. Now, these are all... I don't know if he said any of these things, but it's things to that effect. Yes. We are, are just making examples. Don't take these ones literally, but also do if you want, but that's—they're not, they're not to be taken literally. But Jeezy's just getting very high horsey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super high horsey, Jeezy. Oh, yeah. Um, but that being said, that's cricket. And I just wanted to... Before we obviously uh, give out a light and uh, a vibes, uh I just wanted to... So this Wednesday, Edward, uh, this Wednesday night, so this will be out on a Tuesday. Uh, I don't know if it's fair to say the fight of the century. I think it might be. Um, uh, certainly this century certainly this century certainly Um, this century yeah uh, we've got we've got uh, Jeff the Hornet Horn against Gary Corcoran the uh, the Hellraiser Corcoran oh oh, the Hellraiser Um, the Hellraiser yeah so what a a prodigious talent oh absolutely lives in a caravan Uh, I don't know if you could while I talk maybe just get up Gary Corcoran's record on your phone because I'm pretty sure it is embarrassing happy to um now, I just wanted to, I just wanted to read you something. Now, obviously, this fight Wednesday night they they're billing it as the Battle of Brisbane 2. Obviously, Battle of Brisbane one was uh, Horn v Pacquiao, um, <laughs> but I just wanted to, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like the Battle of Brisbane too. It's like, yeah, um, well, they look, pretty similar. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to draw your attention to what is an example of desperate. And a desperate attempt to generate hype around a fight that clearly isn't maybe selling as well as it should. Sure. So this was on Jeff Horn's Facebook page, and I obviously I had to save the whole thing just uh, in case for some reason it just disappeared from Facebook, it was taken down. But so Corcoran said uh, in some sort of offhanded remark uh, that if... Uh, if Horn employs the same tactics he did against, as he did against Pacquiao, where he was sort of leading with his head a bit, Pacquiao got cut up from a couple of accidental headbutts. He was like, maybe I'm going to have to bite him. Maybe I'm going to have to bite Jeff Horn. Yeah, okay. So, so that in itself is, is the first attempt to sell a fight that literally no one cares about. Yep. Um, uh, but then this was, Horn shared this to his Facebook page. It wasn't even a legitimate news article where you might think like, this story has garnered news. It looked like Horns just copy and pasted a statement from his manager yeah. uh, onto his Facebook page. So, Juco Events Director Dean Longren has been shocked by Gary Corcoran's threat to bite Jeff Horn in their WBO World Welterweight Title fight next Wednesday night. There's the first thing you know. It's it's uh, if you're actually if you're actually talking about the the shock and threat and danger of it. You don't go straight into promoting the fight off the back of it. So, so here is here is uh, Dean's comments. This is cowardly. This is a cowardly type of behaviour and will not be tolerated. Biting opponents might be acceptable in the traveller community in the UK, but oh my god! But it will not be accepted in the WBO welterweight contest taking place next December third, next (laughs) Wednesday, December thirteenth, at Brisbane Convention Centre Exhibition. Tickets still available. (laughs) Tickets still available. I'll be informing the referee and judges of Corcoran's intentions in case they hadn't seen it already. A major part of Jeff Horn's appeal to the global boxing audience is his toughness and extreme good looks. Whoa. I beg what? your pardon. I don't think that is at all part of Jeff Horn's af- appeal to the to the global his boxing extreme audience. Audience. extreme good, good looks. looks. Extreme. What sort of sentence is that? I don't know how. Well, I don't sort know. Of- what sort of use of language is that? But I've extreme never heard good anyone really described as having extreme good looks. Uh, that almost sounds no, like if threatening. I'm, if I'm throwing extreme good looks around, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it, oh, Blue Eyes way. Exactly. Yeah, not blue Jeff wave. Horn's way. No. <laughs> not to the nut. No, please. God so, save us. Uh, he's he's ooh, I, yeah, yeah, He's he, almost like a direct opposite of that. He's extremely not good he's looking. Not ugly, but just uh, extremely, uh, extremely... Extremely plain. plain. Extremely plain. Is extremely plain appearance. Uh, So (laughs) a major part of Jeff Horn's appeal to his global boxing audience is his toughness and his extreme good looks. The last thing Horn or boxing needs, boxing does not need this either, (laughs) is an overzealous and jealous UK traveller biting half his ear off or God forbid... Biting off his nose. <laughs> <laughs> this simply won't be tolerated, oh and I have a duty to protect my fighter. I'm now questioning the wisdom of bringing to Australia a man with such barbaric intentions. I now see why Corkin was keen to have the fight in a car park. If these are the tactics he wants to use, wow. G- Who is this man that wrote this this uh, statement? Dean Longren. He's the director of uh JUCO events, uh, and he's sort of like a manager-esque type person for Horn, but he's he's there in there and he's involved in the fight. But like that is just your perfect example of That's Australian fight hype promoting. Fight hype promoting. That's how you promote fights yeah. going under. I just love that at the end of it he's like <laughs> uh I'm now questioning the wisdom of of bringing such a barbaric man to Australia, it's like he's now. I'm question. Oh my god, was this a mistake for me to bring this biting guy here? Like Jesus Christ, can we just? You know well, what? Good luck to him. Good luck to both fighters. Uh, in Brisbane, will, will you be watching? Uh, almost sold out, I believe. Is it? Yeah, almost. No, it's not. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, it's ripping up pay per view. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd probably be pushing 50 buys. I would have thought. Oh wow. 50, 60 buys. 50, 60 buys. On they pay-per-view. want 50 bucks. They, they
1: want, want 50, bucks. 50 bucks. That's
0: what you pay for McGregor fights. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, I'll I'll give you five. I'll give you five I'll and you five dollars maybe. Um, look, but the Hellraiser what's... just to just to answer yeah. your question, Hellraiser's record's not bad. Oh, okay. 17 wins, one loss. Oh, not bad, but he's fought. Well, he's fought veritable parts. nobodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the Gypsy King. He... Well, it's Tyson Fury. But you well, know it's what I Tyson mean. Fury. Um, now, look, I think that's it for this week, Eddie. I think we've done well. Um, we've done as, as well as we. As we probably just did. like yeah. to hand out uh, a, little... a light beer quickly. Yeah. Uh, to yourself yeah, for yeah. getting four wickets, I think yeah. you deserve that. Yeah, 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 I probably deserve that. I think you deserve that. Yeah, like you don't give out lights uh, lightly. No. Uh, pun not intended. Well, but look, when you, I when think you're, four wickets in four when overs. When you lose, when you lose, when you lose the match, essentially, I think you probably deserve a like lot. Yeah. When you got stumped and then bowled clean two yeah. balls in a row. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably just going to have to wear that. I think you got to wear it. And I can see the pain in your eyes. For the, yeah, for the pun on the dribble at home, like, he doesn't take it lightly. No, he obviously, he wears it. Uh, you know he's got to be, you know, uh, he's got to be a man about it. No one it. wants to drink a lot, no, ladies and gentlemen. no, and they, they taste like shit. They taste like shit, and especially not for 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 a poor performance in God's summer game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, it stings, it stings, but it's about how you come back. From it's about how you come back. It's about how you come back. And twenty eighteen, how you come back from a lot. Twenty, 20- <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's about how you come out the, the other end of the yeah, line. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That makes the man. Yeah, exactly. That sort of defines so, look, you as I, a champion. I got a lot of, got a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, it's soul searching, it's do. Sort of do a of soul searching. Do a lot of, you know, internal uh, reflection. Yeah, you, you know, maybe come to the nets next time. I invite well, you. Well, probably gonna have to go to the nets. Yeah, definitely, to, definitely gonna have to go to the nets. Definitely gonna have to go to the nets. And and we live and we learn. Yep, and we'll give uh, a VB to the city team. You Ooh, piece of shit. Well, well look, you got to do it. Well, hey, you got to do well, it. You got to do it. Well, and to the most unsuspecting. Uh, winning captain in Wilma Maloof who... Was chaired off the ground. Chaired off the ground. And yeah. don't you think I wasn't jealous when I saw that? Well, you wouldn't have been chaired off the ground. Well, no, I would have been like maybe just lifted. You wouldn't have been lifted anyway. If I had maybe the whole team under me, you reckon? Well, we maybe if you were like maybe like 2008 Burma. What if maybe they we're, put me probably, on the ski probably... with wheels we're and probably... maybe just rolled me off? Again, still probably... Still a bit tough. Still tough. To, like logistically speaking well just I mean drag me what if you just dragged me Probably could drag you off we just, just drag same, me just, off we just we give you a rope and then we would have pulled you yeah you, were you were gonna pull but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you go and winch to a car yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, reverse yeah, yeah. something <laughs> yeah we would have okay. that would have been a proud moment <laughs> for me <laughs> <laughs> one of the proudest sporting moments of my life <laughs> winched off the ground <laughs> could you two just not talk anymore Why do people commit crimes? Do prisons really work? Can You Tell Me Why? is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong.